Youth Ministry Institute original podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Making Sense Ministry podcast. I'm Brian, back with Kirsten. Hey Kirsten. Hey Brian. And uh, this is the podcast designed to help you lead well in your ministry, transform lives, and impact generations. So I wonder, have you ever been outside on a really hot day? And not only outside on a really hot day, but a day where you had like no water or very little to drink. And I can't help as I'm saying, <laughs> just I'm saying, I can't help but think about mission trips, right? Especially work, um, work site type mission trips where you're out working all day long and it is so hot because, you know, we always have those in the summertime. Yes. Or I guess spring break, you know, some people do that. Um, but, uh, but that's kind of like what we're talking about today, you know, is, is this idea of what if our spiritual life feels like that very hot day, mm. the very hot day where you're outside, it's hot, there's nothing to drink and you just, it's just exhausting and, um, and feels very dry. And I wonder if Kirsten, for you and I to share, I, I wonder if we've ever been in a place that we would describe as spiritual dryness or as some might say a spiritual desert, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I mean, and when you're leading ministry to be in that place is even more, I think, um, weighs on you even more. In a yeah, lot of ways. I think you're absolutely right. And yeah. I think, I think most people in ministry, again, we're going to normalize what sometimes we feel like isn't normal or that we can't say out loud because we're leaders is that it is normal to go through seasons where you feel spiritually dry. There's this ebbs and flow to our spiritual growth and to expect, accept that and expect that I think is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I know that there have been seasons in my ministry where, um, where I just led out of what was curriculum because inside I didn't feel like I had much Mm -hmm. and that's not a great place to be. It doesn't feel wonderful. Um, and I think often you don't get there overnight. Right. Most of the time you get there, it's a long trending direction that leads you to a place where you feel distant from God. Or um, sometimes I would even say you're uncertain whether or not you even follow Jesus anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I I actually know a pastor who um, experienced that on Easter morning and he's he's waiting for service to start. He was sitting there unsure whether or not he even believed Mm -hmm. um, in in Jesus at that point in time. and he was having a really hard season. So it does. It happens. Right? It does happen. It happens. It happens. Yes. And um, I think when you're in that space, it's important to say that out loud. Yeah. Say that to someone that you love and that you trust that can be a safe place for you to be able to communicate that. I think just com- saying it is there's power in that. Um, to be able to say that. And then, because I think if we're not careful, that spiritual dryness, particularly if we're leading ministry, can also come with narratives that we think about ourselves that are untrue. So I'm like, for me, one of my strategies in that space is I want to spend more time talking to myself than listening to myself. Mm. Because I'm like, when I get in those spots, I, I mean, the narrative isn't good in my head. And so I'm like, I'm going to speak what is true. To myself, I'm a, I mean, I'm a big proponent of self-talk. So that is true. And I <laughs> practice that maybe regularly. Um, at sometimes my husband says, who are you? 
are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm just talking to myself. (laughs) No joke. The other day we were sitting watching TV and I was doing something with my hands. Like, cause I talk with my hands. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I was talking to myself. he's like i thought that's what you were doing so Uh, i was like yes there's a line there's a line in cars the first cars movie where um the model t car i believe it's a model t says you keep talking to yourself people are gonna think you're crazy (laughs) and lightning mcqueen goes thanks and she goes huh talking to herself (laughs) oh said yeah okay that's where my mind went um but uh yeah, I just think it's it's good to acknowledge that this happens and perhaps maybe to the person listening, they just need to stop the episode now and say that to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I am at a place where I am spiritually dry um, as this, as acknowledgement, or maybe they need to write it down a few times, you know, or like write, write a note to God, like, God, I'm, I'm spiritual dry right now. I'm not even sure that you're reading this, nor that you're here. Hey friends, are you currently serving in a church as a youth or children's minister, perhaps a family minister, and you want to grow in your leadership, uh, gain some new skills and build confidence? Uh, Well, we at the Youth Ministry Institute offer a certification program both for youth and children's ministers, and this is designed to help those of you who are already serving uh, to accelerate both your leadership skills and your understanding of ministry. Uh, It's a cohort-based program. That starts twice a year, uh, and so we are currently recruiting uh, new students to join the next cohort. So if you're interested, uh, reach out to us at yminstitute.com. And now back to the podcast episode. Yes, and I would write out, I like to journal, so that's that speaks to me. But I would write or say all the questions and the doubts I have in that space, right? Like, just spend time speaking it out loud. I would speak it to you and, you know, out loud to God. I'd also speak it to somebody else. Hey, here's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Right. I'm in this place of doubt. I'm in this place of questioning. I'm in this place of wondering where is God when I need him? Like all of those things are true. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I think there's, yeah, I would say it out loud and get it out. Cause if not, it just stays inside, right. Of being yeah. able to allow and give yourself freedom to live in the space in which you communicate. Because I also think it's helpful to think if your friend came to you and said this to you, what would you say to them? Mm. I'd give them permission to be in that space. I'd want to talk about their doubts. You're right. I'd want to do all that. So can I live in the space that I tell people to live into when they're in that space? It's true for me as much as it's true for them. I don't know why sometimes I think it's not like I live above that or something, (laughs) which I like, I don't, but you sometimes feel that way, I think, when we're in that space. Ministry folks often have a tendency tendency to be more gentle with the people they're caring for than themselves. Yes. And all and all kinds of things, yeah. right? Like I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. The other things that I know has been helpful to me is go to the go back to the whale, the well, the well, not whale. The well. <laughs> well you could. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean Jonah did, want. right? There so. you go. So it might be something there. Hop on one. No, the well where you found water last. Mm. Like, what was I doing? Where was I? Was it a place? Was it a place in scripture? Was it an act of spiritual discipline? Whatever that was, where I felt God's presence and him speaking to me to go back to that um, and try it. And maybe it works and maybe, right, maybe I need to try something else. But that's also one of the things I'm like, how do I do that? For me, that oftentimes means being around water. 
Okay. Because I feel God's presence differently when and calming, like when mm-hmm. I'm in water. So much so that recently I well, I guess in the fall, started walking as a habit a few times a week. And when it first started, my friend saw me by water because we walked by water. And she's like, what's going on? She texts me, what's going on in your life? Because she by, knows. You're by water. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you are, you are like on a habit going to spend time because she knows like when life is hard and I'm trying to figure things out, that's where you'll find me. Because um, that is the space that helps usher me into being able to speak to and hear from God. So, yeah. Brian, yeah, when think- you get in those spaces. What have you learned? What has helped you? I think if I go back to what spiritual dryness looks like when it manifests itself in my life, you know, oftentimes it looks like impatience Mm. um, or um, maybe I'm a, I'm a little bit more um, stern with people than I should be. Um, I don't offer as much grace perhaps because I don't feel like I have it myself. Maybe I don't know. Um, But uh, you know, those are just a few signs for me. Um, Also when I really struggle Um, when I am healthy, I feel like I could get up and teach scripture pretty easily when I'm unhealthy. It's a real challenge. Um, and so, I mean, built into our coaching curriculum that when we coach people at the youth mission Institute is a constant check-in on how they're doing personally. And part of that is their spiritual health. Like, how are you doing spiritually? Um, and so I think for me and for those listening, it's probably really good first to recognize the signs that say you're probably going down that path because the sooner Mm -hmm. you recognize it, the easier it is, I think, to come out of. Um, But, um, but I also don't want to imply that if a person finds themselves there, that they've done this horrible, terrible thing, because it's not true because sometimes we just end up there and we don't, we don't know why. Um, So I think recognizing it for me, um, what has gotten me to that place or what have I stopped doing that I was doing or what have I started doing? that I shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be doing. Like, am I saying yes to too many things, for instance, would be something you started that you should, you shouldn't be doing. Um, so recognizing it has always been super important first off for me. Um, the second is it takes me a little bit of time to be gentle with myself because usually I'm just Mm -hmm. mad at myself for that for a little while. Um, uh, but then, then I pick up one thing. So I just try one thing. And so, um, that one thing could be that I need to rest more. Uh, that uh, the one thing could be that I need to journal more about a full honesty with where I am to to God. I mean, it's how when I do it, it's often I'm writing it to God. So it's essentially a prayer that's written, and it's not real thought out. It's just a word vomit, if you will. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or perhaps there's been times where I've done um, like I picked up the Book of Common Prayer. And said, I don't have the words. I don't know even what I need to be saying right now, but this has words and I'm going to start here. Um, and maybe those words will speak to me and through me um, and become my prayer without me even realizing it. Um, and then the other is obviously perhaps it's time to start a new habit of scripture reading or something like that. So those are a few. So for me, it's one thing. Like what is one thing that I can start? Instead of trying to tackle this whole big beast of spiritual dryness, let's just start one thing. Mm-hmm. And and that one thing doesn't have to be, like you mentioned, like rest. So I think when we, oftentimes, if I'm feeling spiritually dry and I'm going to add one thing, we, common to go to something that feels spiritual. Mm-hmm. So a spiritual discipline versus saying, I'm going 
to rest. To remember that we are physical, physical, spiritual, emotional beings. And so how, I mean, spiritual dryness affects all of that. So maybe it's one of those other pieces. I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's really helpful. We don't always think about that. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned before that I paint and not like paint houses, but paint paintings. <laughs> um, and uh, some really that started out of ministry being this thing that you do constantly without ever seeing physical, tangible results. Like you see an event, yes, but you do the event and then you don't see, you know, you don't necessarily see the direct transformation that's happening in or within people. Um, you know, you see the program, but not always a final result. It's because it's never final because these are people and there's always change happening. Um, so I needed something that I could do and see completion, like to see it done. Um, and so for me, it was, I picked up painting and that was part of my struggle spiritually is like, I need to feel closure somehow on something, you know, like I know some people do that and they mow their yards and mowing their yard, they can see a finished product. Yes. You know, I mean, whatever that looks like, but that was one for me that you wouldn't necessarily call spiritual, but was actually in fact spiritual, uh, for me, at least at the beginning. Right. You know, and that's where, that's where it started for sure. Yeah. I think that. Right. Be thinking through that, being curious, processing, reflecting on all those things and not being ashamed to be in that space. All those things are helpful. Um, And for me, oftentimes it is, I, I mean, I go back, sometimes I feel like I've done things or like you said, haven't done things to get me here. And sometimes it's life has just happened Mm -hmm. and life hurts. Yeah. And there really isn't anything that is just where we are. Um, I've also found that I think it's helpful to share those things when I'm in a place to be able to share them, but in healthy ways to be able to do that with those who you serve in their ministry. One for your volunteers, because it normalizes it. It makes you become more relatable because they have experienced that. They're, so they're like, oh, that is that is okay. And also you get to teach through your struggles and through your doubts. Like we say it's okay to do that then it's okay for students or children to know in appropriate ways, right? Like I struggle and have questions time. There's sometimes I don't feel God's presence Yeah. for long times, right? And there are times when I feel like God and I are moving and there's times when I'm like, well, I know you're here because I believe it, right? Yeah. But I, I, I could not tell you for any other reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> there was a phrase I heard years ago that I, that stuck with me is that, um, that at some point in time, your emotions will catch up to what you know. Yeah. So if you just if you stick to what you know, some point in time, your emotions will catch back up to that place. Um, the so staying consistent in that way. The other thing, um, which is similar, is don't make any decisions too quickly. You know, like you're fearing spiritual dry. That doesn't mean you quit ministry right now. Like that doesn't that doesn't mean go out and quit today or tomorrow or even next month, you know, um, I would say be patient. Um, you know, what you, what you, what you value, you know, what you believe, even if you don't feel it right now. And, um, now if it's been six months, a year, you've done effort to try to regain that spiritual health. You've been talking to people, perhaps you have a mentor or friends around you. Perhaps you have a counselor or spiritual advisor. You've done these things and you're still, really struggling, then maybe, maybe you make some decisions, but don't make quick decisions, you know, without really putting in that effort because we all go through this. So, 
Yes. And I like to spend time in scripture where people were going through the same thing too. It makes me feel not alone, right? I'm like, I oftentimes spend time in Psalms when that is true for my life. I'm like, yes, we're going to go do this. So I think that is um, helpful to be able to, for me to think about who else has walked this because those are people um, that I admire in scripture, but I also recognize that they're human. And I think sometimes we miss that. And we to allow yourself to be human, to surround yourself with people, whether that's through scripture, through people, through counseling, there's lots of different ways to be able to do that. Yeah. And I can't help but to think about Jesus. And I know we're getting into a little bit of theology and we try not to go too far there. But but when we just think about um, the human nature of Jesus, that Jesus, um, there's some indication, I think, that you could make a fair argument. There's some indication that Jesus wasn't really excited to go to the cross, right? I mean, like, wasn't really fair. excited to face what Jesus was yeah. going to face. Um, you know, he, he's sweating blood. Like, this is an indication there's something significant happening here. Um, and I think it's fair to say that Jesus' feelings weren't always there. Right. Like Jesus was like, yes, let's go. But Jesus knew what Jesus needed to do. And Jesus kept going. Um, and so I, I think if you know, you know, you're called to ministry, you know, you care about young people, you know, God loves you, you know, God loves them. And you're going to, you're going to keep working that direction, even if internally you're unsure, you're feeling uns uncertain, but I'm also at the same time going to invest, um, in my spiritual health as well and try to find ways to do that. Um, I think, that's the best place to land in my mind. Um, and to just recognize, as we said, that everybody in ministry goes through seasons like this. Your season may not be exactly like mine. Uh, Kirsten's season is not exactly like, like yours, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but we all go through this and it's normal. Yes. Be yeah. gentle with yourself, just yeah. as you are gentle with other people. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Anything else, Kirsten? Any final thoughts or, or, um, yeah, I would just say stick with what you know and invest in something um, to try to quench that spiritual dryness that you're facing. And remember, uh, you're not alone going through that. Right. So, And if you need us, uh, the Youth Ministry Institute, we're here for you to, to support you along that way. All right, friends. Um, I hope that's uh, helpful to you. And, um, and I hope we've helped you make sense of this thing we call ministry. To learn more how we might guide you towards success in youth or children's ministries, head over to yminstitute.com. <laughs>